Hello listeners, put down the controllers and close your blinds, because this time even I don't know where to begin, because we just watched Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. I'm Greg. I'm Jared. I did my best, okay? Uh, uh, (laughs) It was a stretch, but... (laughs) Shut up. But technically correct, we are talking about Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, the movie that killed Square. Yep. Good good move. Uh, and I was reading half the stuff they were putting out about it just before we started watching movie, and everyone was like, it's going to change the movie industry. We won't even need actors anymore. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really, From guys? an animated movie? Those, those have been done before. <laughs> Where's the voice going to come from, guys? <laughs> We're going to CGI the voice, too. It's going to work. It's going to be so good. It's not going to sound like Microsoft Sand. <laughs> so, this movie is... Um, it has Final Fantasy in the title. That's about it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's really a spooky ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It works better as an action horror movie than it does as a sci-fi thriller well it's not scary and there's not a lot of action but there but okay i guess it's it's what it's got if you if you edited this movie down you could make a killer music video out of it and people have so i mean that's why we have the internet (laughs) that's how this movie should be watched (laughs) Exclusive three, exclusively through in the end music videos. <laughs> so, this movie is. Uh, we start off with our main character, Doctor Aki Ross, mm-hmm. played by uh, Ming Na Wen. Uh, she's having a weird dream about aliens. Well, she's on a super dead world, and then it starts shaking and she's like oh what a weird dream better put that into my recorded dream box yeah she's got so it's the future so she's got a big machine that records her dreams which uh okay I guess whatever so apparently the movie according to IMDB is in 2065 yeah so we we got some stuff to do before we can record our dreams (laughs) Yeah, we're we're just fifty years away from laser <laughs> total guns. apocalypse. I mean, yeah, yeah, laser guns. To- total apocalypse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be lucky if we make it fifty years before total apocalypse. <laughs> but this apocalypse is different because <laughs> because it's... of Final Fantasy, a meteor struck the Earth. Yep, and a bunch of ghosts came out, but they don't know they're ghosts. <laughs> They're invisible, transparent things that can move through walls and rip people's souls out, but everyone just assumes they're not ghosts. Yeah, everyone keeps going, these alien invaders that we're going to suspiciously call phantoms. <laughs> we're going to call them phantoms, but they're not ghosts. That would be stupid. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> can't believe it. I hope we don't have a character who says ghosts would be stupid <laughs> later on in the movie. So, uh, several characters say that. <laughs> uh, so... Our protagonist, Dr. Ross, she gives this little narration about, like, oh, I've been having weird dreams, and they're a message from something. Oh, and also the Earth is destroyed. 
Yeah, everything got exploded, and now we're under siege. Everyone lives in these big energy domes. <laughs> so now I gotta go into this abandoned city to find this signature. Yeah, it's some just some city you might have heard of called Manhattan. Eh. Yeah, so- Ain't heard of it. <laughs> just a minor place. <laughs> Never appeared in a movie before this, interesting fact. Yeah. First movie to take place in New York City. It's the first time I've seen a city called Old New York. <laughs> so it's all destroyed to shit, and she's wandering out, and she's, she's shooting off these screaming flares. <laughs> that don't of, make any sense. Out of her space gun? Mm-hmm. But it's to detect the ghosts, which they explain very badly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow, they, it just makes so you can see the ghosts. Yeah. Whatever. The phantoms. <laughs> and the phantoms. The phantoms are. They all look like they're made out of that goo in Parasite Eve mm-hmm. that makes the dinosaur. <laughs> the dinosaur boss fight. Yeah. They're all made out of that meat goo, but they're like semi trans transparent. Yeah. I was gonna say it's just somebody ripped your nervous system out and now it's walking around and you've got a ghost, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Except they're not like humanoid. They're like, they're like weird squid monsters. Yeah, a lot of them are like vaguely humanoid, but most of them are space pirates. Yeah, <laughs> they they look a lot like space pirates. So we don't know what she's doing in New York. She's just hanging out, mm-hmm. exploring with her her Nerf gun. And then she gets cornered by a whole bunch of phantoms, and she goes, "I guess I'm dead now." Before a bunch of marines get held dropped. This drop is hilarious, because they, they jump out of this, like, gunship, and you're like, oh, cool, they're, like, rappelling down or something. No, no, no. They shoot jello cubes at the ground to catch them when they land. It's awesome. <laughs> no one can convince me otherwise. I want that technology right now. Imagine just having, like, a little, like, tablet of just jello in your pocket, throw it at the ground as you're falling, and you're like, yes, best day of my life. <laughs> You'd be all sticky. Who cares? You got jelloed. <laughs> it's gross, though. It's way- Safety parkour. Where does it go afterwards? It just disappears into gas. It's a fart cloud. <laughs> I don't know how jello works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems wasteful compared to just, like, lowering a rope. What do you want them to do? Jump down, land in it, and eat it? It's got people in it now. That's gross. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention all technology runs off of soul energy. Yeah, every piece of technology has a battery pack that they call an OVO pack. That's mm-hmm. powered by a single... Uh, single-celled not, organisms. Yeah, single-celled organisms. That, I don't know what the point is, because I guess it would be regenerative or something or they just ran out of other stuff to use i don't know well i think the real reason is this movie has the same director as final fantasy 7 and he really liked the mako idea yeah really liked it (laughs) because this whole movie is all about the live stream (laughs) don't worry about it you can't say live stream it's gaia the gaia uh so these marines show up and we have a sort of chase scene (laughs) where they're running around and she uh, the doctor, she finds this little plant growing, which is what she was looking for in the ruins. My favorite part of it is that a huge military guy, like twice her size, goes up to her and goes, all right, you're in a restricted area, we gotta go, and grabs onto her, and she just walks away like, no, I got some." 
Yeah, she just she just says no thanks and walks away. And then they all look at each other like, wait, she can do that? Wait, that's totally allowed? Whoa. But we're like ultra cops. <laughs> yeah, she they're just, wearing like super trooper armor. They look even... like the bad guys from Killzone. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes in and sees a plant and they go, oh, cool, a plant? And what? she goes, but it's a spirit. We need its spirit to save the world, and she like puts it in a little jar. And the and Steve Buscemi, one of the the tough military men, Steve Buscemi is like, okay. Well, now all these ghosts <laughs> are gonna kill us. Uh, and they don't. <laughs> no, uh, they get surrounded by the ghosts and then they run away. And all the action scenes. This becomes more apparent later on in the movie during the big city attack that happens later. But for all the work they put into making these very, uh, uh, for the time, very high quality human models mm-hmm. and being very careful about the way they animate them so they move realistically, they can't animate them moving quickly enough to replicate like active yeah. action scenes. Despite them being like very fluid like character models they still act very stiff (laughs) yeah so like it's fine when they're just like walking down a hallway talking about exposition but when they have to like run and shoot things they're they're all like moving underwater yeah and this is super weird because they made advent children like a year later and everything works fine there oh no it was like two or three years later it was that was that was after the square Enix merger (laughs) yeah but still, it's just like, wh- wh- what happened? <laughs> no, the thing, I was looking it up on IMDb, the, the thing they did after this, right before closing down their movie studio completely, was one of the short films in the Animatrix. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad, Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. So... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... They get on their... They all escape onto their jump ship. They impound her ship and arrest her, Mm -hmm. sort of. Sort of. (laughs) Uh, It turns out she, like, outranks them. Yeah. She's also part of the military. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're all like, no, you're going through the infection scanner, because if you're infected, you die. (laughs) So we get uh, introduced to our crew, the, the Deep Eyes... The As, Deep Eyes, a squadron of four, because it's Final Fantasy. Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi is there. He's the funny guy who mm. never really is given jokes. <laughs> he just says sarcastic <laughs> things, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's like, it feels like they handed him these very, like, dry, straightforward lines and said, say this funny, and Steve was like, whatever. He's like, I'm a oh, professional. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ving Rhames as the only black person left on the earth. Yeah. His uh, name's Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> the lady. Jane. The tough lady. And Captain Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, he's just Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and they find out that, uh, Captain Baldwin and, uh, Dr. Ross. No, they don't find out about Dr. Ross. Shh. No, they have it right here when he takes his helmet off and she's like, oh, it's you. Like, oh, there's a yeah. connection. between. They have a history. That's right. And every, all these fully grown adult mili- career military people are like, ooh. ooh. 
Let's set them up. This is sexy time. <laughs> this is so spicy. <laughs> and then the head ends and comes up again like every single second of the movie. Yeah. So they go back to the they go back to the shielded city of New York. <laughs> And they, they have to go through this, like, quarantine thing, because the ghosts also have a ghost disease they can give you. Yeah, don't worry about it. And, uh, but everyone's clean but Captain Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yep. He's gonna die. And I'm like, alright, this early in the movie? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. So they have to perform really high-stakes laser surgery on him. <laughs> and the best line in the movie of... He needs he needs to be operated on. Okay, I'll take him to the medical center. There's no time. <laughs> it's great. Cuz even the, like the guy she says that to gives her a look like, "Well, what do you want me to fucking do then? <laughs> what what do you expect right now?" She's like, "I'll do it myself. You have that operating table right here." And it's like, "Oh, I didn't even know that. I work here." I get, I'm just in the booth, lady. I'm the doorman. <laughs> like I go, "You cannot come in." done that's my whole that's all i'm authorized to do and then (laughs) the most dramatic high stakes laser surgery ever she has a laser and shoots the inside of him and shoots the parasite out yeah that's it the ghost the guilt (laughs) now i'm gonna keep talking about trauma center you can't stop me like the funny thing about this is so she shoots all these lasers into Alec Baldwin's chest and kills an alien. And then he just gets up like, oh, that was close. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fine. I like how Jane gives Bing Rames a pat on the back like, good job, buddy. You didn't do anything. <laughs> he was just standing there. And like both Jane and Steve Buscemi are like, hey, you did it, man. He's like, thanks, guys. Wow, you guys are so supportive. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even do anything. It's great. And then after that, everybody's like, all right, lady, now time for you to get in the infected scanner. And then Sid busts and goes, well, oh, oh, that's not necessary. (laughs) Dr. Sid kicks the door and he says, fuck safety protocols. (laughs) It's my turn to be the hero. I'm Sid. Did I mention I was Sid? Final Fantasy. Hey, guys, it's me, Final Fantasy Sid. I do science and reference Galileo. Because <laughs> he also did science. <laughs> That's how you know I do science. That's how you know. So this scientist immediately starts talking about spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they go into his lab and he's like, Alright, so I've been studying ghosts. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's Sid. Yep, that's, that's him. That is how science works. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's great because he's like, so I figured out with my science brain that there are eight magical spirits. And if we can get all eight of the magical spirits, we can kill the ghosts. And she turns and goes, isn't that kind of like that crystal legend that happens every Final Fantasy game? And he's like, no, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. No crystals. Spirits. Spirits. Wink. And we're only missing two because otherwise this movie would be much longer. Oh, way too long. And it's already frankly too long (laughs) and then they study the plant and go ah yes i can see the ghost energy in this plant it's the same as the regular ghost energy and everyone in the audience at this point probably went uh okay that's fair i guess all right (laughs) sure plant but you know (laughs) sure plant ghosts (laughs) science i get it whatever let's keep moving 
And uh, he has that weird part where... He pulls out his diary and starts, like, reading Bible verses out of it and goes, <laughs> yeah. I wrote that when I was your age, Aki. And she goes, are you insane? <laughs> like, he, legally? He throws it into an incinerator and he's like, don't let anyone know your secrets. <laughs> he's like, Galileo was put in prison for what he thought. And she straight up goes, people gave you this office because of what you thought. <laughs> You built this city because of what you thought. And he goes, but they'll still put me in jail. <laughs> like, he invented <laughs> the shield that keeps people safe from the the space ghosts. Like, he saved the civilization. And he's still like, I can't trust them. <laughs> yeah, they'll put me away from my ideas. And turns out he's right, but still, that sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I guess he, he he does know General James Woods, who we're about to meet in the next scene. <laughs> He's like, all right, so we're about to have a meeting about a giant gun in space. General James Woods is here to talk to us about it. And then they cut to the council meeting from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and they're like, okay, so uh, Keith David shows up as, like, president of Earth. <laughs> He's on the council, finally. Shepard got him there. <laughs> and he's like, listen, so we know that we got these alien ghosts and we're in an apocalypse, but we have two options here. One, James Woods has built a space laser that he says is really cool. <laughs> we know it kills some aliens, but not every alien. Two, Sid found a magic plant <laughs> and he's pretty sure he can make some sort of energy wave that will fix everything. And everyone rightfully goes, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then Aki has to go, all right, guess I'll expose myself. <laughs> well, before that happens, Sid is like, okay, but when we attack the meteorite that all the ghosts are coming from, you know, it doesn't do anything to it, no matter what we hit it with. Mm -hmm. And we have no guarantee, we haven't even tested this Zeus cannon. <laughs> Uh, so we have no guarantee that that will do anything. And General James Woods' response to that is, yeah, it's true, but, I mean, come on. Fair enough, but giant gun? <laughs> Excuse me? But, come on. Dude, bro, <laughs> help me out here. And then Aki steps up and she's like, the spirits thing is real, because I have an alien ghost in me and we have it quarantined somehow. So we've been studying the alien ghost in me, and she presses a button on her chest that shows in them the inside of her with the alien ghost just kind of warping around inside yeah. of her. She's got one of those, like, Iron Man chest things. Yeah. It's really weird looking. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Hey, how did you get past door guy? He's fired. <laughs> but they're all, like, weirded out by it, but then they're all like, okay, science. And they let them go about their business, and only General James Woods is like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> I like when they're walking back to the lab, and <laughs> and Sid straight up goes, why? <laughs> hey, why did you whip your titty out in the courtroom? And she's like, well, we had to get this plot moving, man. It's worked. It worked, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, because everyone in this movie goes, Gir girl. <laughs> yeah, everyone is very surprised. That there is a girl. I mean, Jane's there, but everyone just kind of goes, eh, it's Jane. Yeah, but yeah, girl. whatever. <laughs> uh, so, my favorite scene of the movie happens here, where uh, General James Woods goes to his sidekick, uh, the Major, 
Major Orin. <laughs> Major Orin. And he's like, hey, look. She's probably possessed or whatever, right? So and we Orin can't goes, trust her. No, I don't know. It's your story. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we can't trust that lady. So I want you to send... No, they're talking to Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, we're going to send your team to observe her, and you're supposed to report back if anything weird happens. If she does anything incredibly strange. And rightfully, Alec Baldwin goes, well, how do you mean strange? And he goes, are you questioning me, idiot? <laughs> he's like, can I get some specifics so that I can follow your orders directly? And he's like, how dare you question me? I'll eat your family. Get out of here. <laughs> and Alec Baldwin's like, he will do it. I've seen it. <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> So and then he leaves, and then he, and then James Woods turns to his his little buddy, his little henchman, and he's like, I need you to get some men to watch those guys that I just told to watch that lady. Because I don't trust anybody. <laughs> I need constant surveillance on all my surveillance teams. In fact, I'm going to be watching you, Major. <laughs> I need mirrors in here, lots of mirrors. <laughs> be sure nobody's doing anything under these desks <laughs> you bunch of dirty boys <laughs> and then that scene kind of just goes blank and we cut to Aki going to an elevator it's some sort of like uh, she's using it to somehow do surveillance but it's like an <laughs> it's like a scanning a module. scouting ship or something I don't know I think it's like the city has a periscope that would make more sense, but it does not. Yeah. So, Alec Baldwin hops on there, and he's like, Hey, uh, we have a pre-established romantic relationship, so we should flirt. And she's like, No, I'm going to tell you about this little kid who died. <laughs> yeah, they, they get halfway up, and then Steve Buscemi's like, I'm just going to stop their elevator, because I want the captain to get it. And Jane's there going, What? <laughs> And Ving Rhames is like, oh god, I'm in this movie! Hey, no, don't cut! <laughs> and then they cut. <laughs> and, uh, so she's telling the story of how she, of all the other spirits they found. And one of them was in a little girl who was terminally ill. And she extracted the sample right as the little girl decided to tell her a fun story about how she really wanted to die. <laughs> like, a whole lot. Yeah, she's, like, trying to tell this kid, like, you know, uh... Every life has a purpose, and death isn't meaningless, and, like, your spirit will do this and that. And the kid's like, that sounds like bullshit. I'm ready to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what most seven-year-olds would do if a priest <laughs> came in and went, you know, God is here to save you. They would go, hey, thanks for the BS, but I'm dying. But hey. it's not even just, I'm dying. It's, no, I'm good with dying. No, nah, I'm chill with it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> like... This is doing me a solid. <laughs> I hate this planet so much. I don't even have to appear in this movie. <laughs> and then, you know, we just kind of continue with the movie after that. The <laughs> weird thing is, she tells this story and Alec Baldwin's response is like, oh, we should kiss now. <laughs> and then they get interrupted because the machine starts working again. Yeah, he... he she goes, yeah, I bet you don't even believe in any of this. And he goes, not really. Want to make out? <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> but then it starts moving and she's like, oh, wait, I have to work. Yeah, I have to do my job, dick. <laughs> <laughs> so they find the second to last spirit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Tucson. <laughs> they find it in Tucson, Arizona. So they get on a helicopter and they fly from New York to Tucson, just like that. Yeah, they're just there now. So we got the we got uh, Doctor Ross, we got the Deep Eyes Squad, and then we got these three other Jokers. Yeah, we got the D Force. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, the, let's call them D Force. They're D Force. And they're here to ruin us. <laughs> and uh, they're obviously there because, you know, to keep an eye on the doctor. You you think that order would be like, discreetly keep an eye on them. Oh, they're just in the room going, we're keeping an eye on you. <laughs> they're just staring at her with their, like, telescoping <laughs> goggles. And everyone else is just like, this is weird, right? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> and our Fab Four crew are wearing their summer outfits, because now they've got, like, Persona 5 skull masks on for no reason. Yeah, they all look like Kano. It's weird. I don't get it. It's like the that weird uniform change in Gears of War 3, where now they're all sleeveless. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets temperate here yeah. in the coast. <laughs> so when we get to Tucson, uh, we get introduced to the other types of phantoms, which are giant screaming eels <laughs> and big bug monsters, like big scorpion things. Yeah, scorpions with many tentacles. Yeah, tentacle scorpions. <laughs> And their plan is just to drop a whole bunch of super energy down so they get distracted by it, so that we can go collect our ghost. Yep. Which turns out to be in a double-A battery. Yeah. Because we use ghost energy (laughs) for our batteries. Seemed like a good idea. There's kind of a funny exchange here where uh, uh, Ving Rhames' character is like, look, it's like an old battlefield. And he's like, this was like humanity's last stand. It was supposed to end the war. My father's corpse is out here somewhere. And, and then Alec- everyone walks on. <laughs> yeah, Alec Baldwin looks directly at this man and he just goes, cool. And then they just move on. It's like, damn, dude. I wow. thought you were bros. <laughs> just icing you guys just I guess you guys are just bad coworkers. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Do you secretly hate each other? <laughs> that would make a lot more sense, given what happens later on. Yeah. If there's some unresolved tensions in the deep eyes. <laughs> Look deep into my eyes. So, uh... Uh... The doctor has this, like, ghost freak out. Mm-hmm. And all the... It, uh... The ghost inside her somehow signals the other phantoms, and they all start coming after the squad. Mm-hmm. So they, we get this kind of chase back into the ship, and then this, this like this pseudo chase, and then she has to have another dream because her dreams progress every time she mm-hmm. finds a ghost. Yeah, it's like uh, she's she's unlocking the cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> bad story progression, guys. Bad. <laughs> every ghost is one of those spheres from Final Fantasy X. <laughs> And as the home movies of your dad hanging out with his buddies. Why are they just leaving those in the street? <laughs> you think those would be like in a museum somewhere you could watch all at once? I don't know. And Spheres are a stupid home video system. And the fact that they're still there means that someone else must have found it and been like, I don't know these dudes, and put it back down. <laughs> that's the equivalent of you like making a home movie and going, alright, that's the end of my day, here's all my personal information, and you leave that camcorder in the middle of a Sears. <laughs> Just dropping photo <laughs> albums in the mall. 
And everyone's just like, oh, that's not my business. That's not mine. I, <laughs> like, it works on the honor system? Yeah, Final Fantasy X's a great game. <laughs> but so now we're on the airship, and... <laughs> uh, Captain Alec Baldwin is like... Because she passes out because of her dream. And Captain Alec Baldwin's like, okay, something's wrong with her. We need to get her back to the city. Mm-hmm. And then the, the guys that James Woods sends pull their guns and they're like we're taking over command we have to take her back to the city and <laughs> like Baldwin's like yeah that's, that's what yeah, I was we're going to the city that's what are I was you not doing. listening and he's like you've been relieved of duty you're not following orders and he's like where what <laughs> it's I'm not flying the, it's impossible for me not to follow orders right now yeah we we have to go home or we all die like <laughs> I don't see the issue here. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Why are you shooting guns at me? So yeah, they have this awkward fist fight in the middle of the ship. And then that the last guy gets up and he has his gun in the back of the ship. And then, ja- or not James Woods, Steve Buscemi flies the plane directly through a ghost to kill that last guy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because if, okay. if the ghost touches you, it rips your soul out. Just straight out of your chest. Full on Shang Tsung. It's great, actually. And then, <laughs> I guess they just have an awkward ride back from Tucson to New York after that. Yeah, they have to get back to New York really fast, or this dying girl will die. Because she also got shot. Yeah. They shot her in her battery pack. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird reveal. Oh, they just shot her in her battery pack. She's cool. Yeah, it's fine. What? <laughs> what kind of trained military are you running? Uh, so James Woods gets word of this when they get back, and he's like, oh, they defied me by bringing her back to the city, I Yeah, the major goes back and goes, yeah, the captain's still in command of his unit. The captain is in command. And he goes, And I'm like, what? How dare he defy me by following my orders directly? (laughs) What are you doing, James Woods? James. So... This is kind of a weird scene because they have to do a they have to do surgery on Doctor Ross. Mm-hmm. Sid has to like fix her her battery pack, and while she's doing that, uh, Alec Baldwin jumps into her brain zone. Yeah, they do that by scooting two beds together, and he holds hands with her. Now you're in the, her dreams. And it, apparently, this is like a known thing because she's not surprised at all to see him. She's like, "Oh, what's up?" I think she calls him her, like, emotional support or something like that. Yeah, spirit guide or something. (laughs) Spiritual guide. And then he experiences her dream with her, which, in full, is her gazing over that horizon. The alien civil war happens, Mm -hmm. and then at the end, they all just gather around her and stare at her. And then the planet explodes. And then the planet blows up because of war. War is bad, you guys. And we see a chunk of the planet go flying off into the distance. (laughs) Then she... Well, she doesn't wake up here, but he gets up and goes, She's fine. And then here comes James Woods into the hospital room going, You're all arrested! (laughs) He, like, kicks the door in with a bunch of armed guards, and he's like, Nobody move! And it's like, This is a surgical ward. (laughs) You should not be in here. (laughs) Most of these people can't move. (laughs) And uh, so he throws them all in jail for nothing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> for no reason. 
Uh, just because he's the bad guy. How else are you going to establish that you're bad? And then he comes up with this ingenious idea. Yeah, he he goes into uh, Dr. Ross's lab or whatever and finds out that she's been recording her dreams, sees a phantom on screen and goes, I knew it! She's evil! She's working with him! <laughs> That's proof! She thought about him! <laughs> That's the only proof I need. I'm going to the council. She and does a... not go to the council. <laughs> he doesn't at all. Uh, he's so upset about this dream crime that he immediately starts his awesome plan of, uh, I'm going to prove to the council that the aliens can breach our defenses by lowering our defenses and letting the aliens in. And he goes, perfect plan. (laughs) And his little buddy's like, all right, sir, let's do it. Yeah, I have no say in this. (laughs) And they do it. They lower the shields. It's supposed to be like, just, we'll just let them into one area. Yeah. But they're ghosts, so they once they can get through the shields, they can just walk through all the walls and go everywhere. And it's like they're all surprised by this. <laughs> like, we've been seeing, we've watched them go through solid materials the whole movie. We know what the ghosts can do. And every person in the room freaks out when the ghosts start breaking in and going, Oh god, they weren't supposed to do this! <laughs> They were supposed to get in here, and we were supposed to shoot it and be like, "Uh uh-oh, they can get in. Uh How'd they do that? Guess we better shoot our space gun. And then the council would look around and be like, why did you arrest the people running the barrier? Why did you do that? Look, this lady had a dream, (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't like it. It was bad. It was a bad dream she had. That's all his evidence. (laughs) She had a dream about the alien. (laughs) The alien that probably everyone has dreams about because they're a constant threat. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, while James Wood's awesome plan is getting everyone murdered, uh, uh, Dr. Ross, Dr. Sid, and the Deep Eyes are all in jail. Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, Ross figures it out. She's like, okay, here's the deal. It's not an invading army. It's a haunted meteor. (laughs) Yeah, when their planet exploded, their ghosts inhabited the remainder of their planet and are now haunting Earth. (laughs) They're they're not just phantoms. They're literal ghosts. (laughs) And they're they're killing people because they're foreign. They don't know what's up. They're angry and they're ghosts. That's really it. They don't know that they're actually murdering people. Moon's haunted. <laughs> Just hear a gun click. Moon's haunted. <laughs> That's the premise of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. We're haunted. <laughs> Next scene. So, uh... So the entire city starts breaking down so they can break out of jail and have a warthog escape scene for some mm-hmm. reason. Uh, well, James Woods mopes in the corner because he survived somehow. Yeah, the the ghosts kill everyone in the room except him, and he just walks out. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, this is awkward. Well, I didn't expect for this to happen. Oops. So, this action scene um, sucks. It's not good. It's, no. it's really dull. It should be exciting, because it's a car chase with giant monsters. But it's just kind of 
zoom-ins on everyone's face while you fire occasionally. Like, you're playing yeah. a video game, but you want to see the scenery, so you drive in super slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, this whole movie is like watching a poorly edited Let's Play. Yeah, basically. So They're like, I gotta show everything off, but I can't move that fast, or I'll miss a lot. <laughs> And also, there's not that much to show off. But I'm going to spend a lot of time showing off the, the nothing. There's one big ghost that shows up and tries to block him, so we just got to turn away <laughs> from it. Not only do they turn away from it, Steve Buscemi, he needs Alec Baldwin to tell him to do that. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, well, there's a big ghost in the road. There's, there's nothing I can do about it. And Alec Baldwin's like, just turn the wheel. And he's, <laughs> and like, he's oh, like, what? Oh, I pilot airships, not cars. That's why you're the captain. <laughs> and because you can get it. <laughs> you can get it with that comatose lady. So they drive through a window. Shinji. <laughs> they drive uh, through a window, and somehow this, like, totals this military jeep. Sure, why not? And even more inexplicably, it Im Bing Rames gets impaled by a huge metal pole. From where? I don't know where this came from. He was in the back. <laughs> how did how did this happen? The pole was magnetized to his torso. <laughs> you know what I think happened? What? I think Alec Baldwin stabbed him. Nah, Jane would have betrayed him. <laughs> she was in the back with him. Yeah, it's true. She was back there. <laughs> and they have a full, like, three-minute scene of them going, we're not going to leave you behind! And he goes, just give me a gun and leave me here. And they all go, we'll be back for you. Take five steps, and they're at the ship. <laughs> yeah, they walk over <laughs> to the ship, which is right there. Big Ram's just waving to them. <laughs> and they're just like, wait there, and we'll get this forklift to go pick you up, but we need to fuel it up. And so... <laughs> Alec Baldwin goes off to go to the control room to, like, open the hangar. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi and Jane go off to uncouple this like uh, like tow tow truck. It's a thing. car wheel. Yeah, it's a tow truck for spaceships. Yeah. While uh, the two scientists are in the ship doing science things, mm -hmm. but then of course the ghosts show up. Well, why wouldn't they? We're being invaded. Yeah. <laughs> and they and... get Steve Buscemi first. Yep. How messed up is that? Yeah, he gets, uh, it's kind of great because the, the ghost that gets him, because uh, Jane is like protecting him while he's working on this machine and she's shooting all these ghosts and then the ghost kind of sneaks up behind Buscemi and just kind of pokes him. <laughs> just kind of pokes him. Yeah, he's even like hanging around a corner like Assassin's Creed looking <laughs> like, hey. He's like, I got you. Got him. Free XP for me. So uh, she kills that monster but she shoots all her energy bullets into it and the big tentacle monster comes out of the ground beneath her and she's like well i give up and throws her gun to the ground yep well dead alec baldwin screams and goes no you just gotta move out of the way just slightly like step forward <laughs> right now and she goes nah nah that's cool and dies yeah, she's dead so he just screams and shoots the tentacle monster for a long time well, no, before that, because uh, he's still up in the booth, Ving Rhames is still alive. No, nah, that he steps out and starts shooting the monster, then it comes at him, then Ving Rhames starts shooting Oh, then the he cannon. shoots at him with the... With the, with the gauze the cannon. 
and blows up a red barrel and somehow <laughs> explosions hurt the ghosts. Explosions kill ghosts. I learned from fear. <laughs> like, this movie made me realize that, like, if you show me a laser hitting a ghost and killing it, no questions asked. Makes yeah. perfect sense to me. <laughs> it shouldn't, but it does. Mm-hmm. But what's why would an explosion hurt the ghosts? <laughs> you know, because they died from a huge fire explosion. It scares them away. You gotta scare the ghosts. Oh, so so <laughs> you have to make the ghosts have horrific memories. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> terrify the ghosts to death. Uh, I mean, that's kind of how it works in Fatal Frame. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, I, okay, good enough. Understandable. I know we couldn't answer it while we were watching the movie, but I have to put this question out there. Why can the ghosts phase through solid materials and not do any damage, but sometimes, because they feel like it, they just start blowing everything up? I don't know how they're blowing things up. The only explanation I can come up with is people panicking and just start <laughs> throwing grenades at ghosts. I can believe that part, but it's like, in a scene where there are no people present, suddenly everything's just exploding. And wouldn't that hurt the ghosts? <laughs> yeah, apparently explosions <laughs> hurt the ghosts sometimes. Every once in a while, when they, they aren't the ones causing it, they're fine. They know where it came from. Anyway, long story short, Bing Rams dies. And, uh... <laughs> and then Captain uh, Gray Janeway, dead, dead man, Baldwin goes, I'm going to sacrifice myself for you, Aki, get out of here, and puts the plane in autopilot mode, and she's like, no, because I've figured out how autopilot works. It doesn't, and drives the ship back. <laughs> it's very much the ending of Dead Space 2. Yeah, <laughs> where he's trying to heroically sacrifice himself, and she goes, no, and get he, on the ship. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Yeah, why not? So he does it, and they escape. And meanwhile, somehow, James Woods has also escaped on his own spaceship. Yeah, sure, why not? He just got out. And he's sitting there, it, like, he's just grumpy. He's like, mm, plan didn't work at all, everybody died. And he just goes up to his little console and types Zeus in after he tries to shoot himself in the head. Yeah, he's about to shoot himself in the head. And then his, like, GPS, like, Google map pops up and it's like, where would you like to go? And he's like, oh, right, I have a big gun. I have the biggest gun. So he goes up to his little Death Star. <laughs> where everyone's like, oh, hey, how's it going? We don't know what's happening down there. You want to update us? And he's like, no, fire the gun. <laughs> well, he gets a call from President Keith David, who's like, by the way, me and the council, we're in Houston. And... <laughs> And he's like, well, how did you... All right. Well, All right. I don't know how you got to Houston, but okay. <laughs> and they're like, so what happened? How did those alien monsters get into the the city? And James Woods is like, I don't know. He's like, oh, the barrier just broke. It just broke. I it's... guess you better let me shoot him. And he's like, eh, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, man. We're Do in Houston. <laughs> so meanwhile... Uh, Dr. Aki Ross, Dr. Sid, and Alec Baldwin are hanging out on their spaceship. Oh, there is a, a love scene. Oh. Which uh, doesn't make a lot of sense because it starts out with them being like, man, everyone died. And then they fuck. And then <laughs> they just go back to hanging out with Sid? Yeah, you know, just in between things. <laughs> it's it's so jarring. And it's not that big of a spaceship. Like, Sid knows what's up. <laughs> this 
it's such a weird like zero chemistry romance because she clearly is like I'm dying so I've got kind of a thing I need to do and he's like but I just want to go I just want it he's like come on she's like okay okay because I'm a girl in a final fantasy <laughs> dang it and Sid's like on the other side of the door like turning up the sound on his headphones just like oh keep it down kids <laughs> It's a small spaceship, you guys. Come on. There so, aren't even doors. <laughs> You're floating past me. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, but they find the eighth spirit, and it's in the crater where the ghost meteor is. Yep. So let's go down there and hope nobody fires a laser cannon at it. So they go down to this crater, and of course it's crawling with alien ghosts. And she goes, oh, that, that must be it. The, the final ghost is a phantom that I need to put inside myself that we can make the big beam that kills all the aliens. And everyone's like, I'm cool. I'm following this narrative. Yeah, because they put the other seven spirits into her battery pack thing. Mm-hmm. So that they could keep her alive. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, if I just get down there, find the eighth spirit and like connect a Game Boy Advance trade cable to it, mm-hmm. then we can just vaporize the ghosts and everyone's like all right sounds cool and then james woods is like oh i see them down there they're about to go do the the hero thing and then presses the nuke button yeah (laughs) and the zeus cannon is extremely underwhelming (laughs) it might be the most underwhelming satellite laser i've ever seen in my entire life the first shot doesn't even like mess up the hero's spaceship like, yeah. as it goes past it. it. It's more like it was slightly windy, and they went, uh-oh, that's yeah. dangerous. They're just kind of like, was that That was a weird light. Oh, well, let's keep doing what we're doing. They have to keep firing repeatedly for them to go, oh, wait, the death ray. Oh, right, we have a satellite cannon. Oh, this... I forgot, I forgot about our doomsday weapon, because it sucks. Yeah, it's a really bad doomsday <laughs> weapon, because it hits the ground, and you see, like... Uh, the nuclear like mushroom pop up but it's just a bunch of jello mm-hmm. like why and then all the <laughs> the funny thing is all the phantoms around the crater that it was supposed to wipe out just kind of look at it and then carry on about their business <laughs> yeah but when they get touched by the jello some of them get vaporized then you see a whole bunch more pop out like what yeah they're just like hey where'd jerry go where'd he what happened oh well. uh, he'll be back he's a ghost <laughs> yeah we're ghosts what do we care <laughs> Why are we concerned about this laser? Did they forget that we aren't real? <laughs> We're ghosts. This is all fake. <laughs> it's just humans being weird. They're just shooting a laser at their earth. So, uh, they go down there, and they, they fall into this crater, uh, because the the laser cannon kills the eighth spirit. Yeah. And they go, well, I guess if we just chill out in the, in the crater, maybe we'll run into one. Yeah, well, it's more like we're stuck in the crater, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, back when they were first talking about the Zeus cannon, they said that if we fire it, we might destroy the Earth. Yeah. And that's why everyone went, no, you're crazy, because that means that the Earth would have to be a ghost. And then they look down... <laughs> And see that the Earth is, in fact, a ghost. <laughs> they see the ghost of the Earth. And everyone goes, oh, shoot. <laughs> we found Lifestream. 
Yeah, there it is. It's We've, right there. <laughs> just had to dig a little bit. And the funny thing is, like, Alec Baldwin's been on board with the scientist plan the whole time, but it's not till this moment that he goes, oh, shit, you weren't kidding. Oh, whoops. <laughs> He's like, oh, I was... I was just. I thought half of you were joking. I just wanted to get some. <laughs> I was just following the pretty lady, but oh, look at that! There's the ghost of Earth. Huh? Wild. I hope nobody shoots another laser can. Oh no! Oh no! Meanwhile, uh, Aki falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just falls asleep. She just goes sleep. Like goodbye. he's shooting aliens, fighting for his life. She walks back into the the ship and goes to sleep. <laughs> She just she like pulls a blanket up over. She sips on some warm milk and just snoozes away. <laughs> then she has a dream about a ghost stabbing her in, in her abdomen. It the ghost turns blue. She wakes up and goes, "That was the eighth spirit. I did it. <laughs> I figured it out. The eighth spirit was in me the whole time." Now apparently, this is because she in the uh, original script, one of the original fifty scripts. <laughs> The script they were animating around. Yeah. Uh, she's supposed to be pregnant at this point. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be pregnant with Gray's child. Yep. Just that fast. Like yeah. two hours later. <laughs> and uh, the alien ghost... Activated... Activated yeah. her her ghost child. Yeah. I and guess. that's the eighth spirit. She did it. So now she can activate the wave beam. But... And kill all the ghosts. But she can't because the... For some reason, shooting the meteorite with the space cannon is making the evil ghosts extremely strong and turning into a big tentacle monster. It's the G-Virus. <laughs> the more you hurt it, the more it mutates. I guess. I don't know, man. They don't... They go, this is what what's happening, and you're just supposed to be like, okay, I, I guess. Yeah, sure, okay, <laughs> let's keep it moving. We're like ten minutes away from the end of the movie, let's just... Let's just get just it over with. Please stop asking questions. This movie was so expensive to make. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, for, I would say literally no reason, Gray decides to sacrifice himself here at the end. To become the conduit for the, the spirits within. I don't know, man. <laughs> if they had established earlier that the eight spirits would need a conduit, then, like, whatever. But he just kind of makes this logical leap. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, no, it's cool. I'm just going to get eaten by the, the ghost. But I'm going to have all the spirits inside me so it will kill all ghosts. And she goes, I can't let you do that because you've already tried to sacrifice yourself once. That would be stupid if I just let yeah. this. Okay, bye. So he does <laughs> it. He puts his fist in the ghosts. He fists it. And it dies. He fists the ghost real hard. And his soul gets ripped out, but his soul has the energy spirit in it, so it, he gets absorbed into the big ghost. Big ghost turns blue and explodes. And then all ghosts turn blue and explode. Yep, that's all it took. Remove the haunted meteor. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, by the way, uh, <laughs> General James Woods decides the cannon's not firing fast enough. They all go, it's about to overheat and blow us all up. Please do not fire the cannon again. And he's like, I'll just go downstairs and fire it myself. <laughs> so he goes into, like, the engine room of the cannon and is just, like, slamming this big lever down. And the <laughs> I whole can't believe they have an entire control room of people to fire this gun. <laughs> and then just downstairs there's a lever that says, fire the big cannon. Yeah, it's like, 
It's like something Wiley e. Coyote would use. It's just a big plunger, and he makes it explode. Yeah. And so, of course, the whole thing blows up, and James Wood is is destroyed by his own hubris, as he often is. Mm-hmm. Every uh, day, in fact. I do kind of wish he got killed by a ghost, though. Yeah, that would have been nice. Because he's obviously supposed to be like a mirror of the destructive tendencies that wiped out the alien species in the first place. So you might as well let him get ate by one of those alien species, but... I guess getting crushed by a big piece of metal is alright. Yeah, it's fine. And I get that you need to have conflict in a movie to have it move forward sometimes, but if he did nothing, like, the next day they would have found that spirit and been like, I guess we win now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, they really should have had him, instead of just being like, I want to blow up the ghosts, he should have been trying to stage a coup. Like, he should have been making a power grab or something. To give him, like, a motivation beyond, oh, my my wife and child were killed by ghosts, so now I hate ghosts. I, you know? I like his speech to all his, like, super hitmen that's like, oh, all of you have watched someone die, so you're totally on board with me, right? And they all kind of give a vague, yeah. They're like, yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> and he's like, that's my motivation, figure it out, idiots. We spent so much time, like, staring at dreams in this movie like I could have given the given the villain like two more lines of exposition about nope. what he wants to do he saw his wife die while stalking her from the bushes <laughs> he wasn't even there he says though he's just like oh i assume this is how they died and the major's like uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh fair enough yep mm-hmm. this is your story <laughs> so uh sid is alive yeah. He gets out of the spaceship and he's like, oh, he's like marveling as the particles of ghosts are floating into the sky and recreating life on Earth. And he like watches one pass through and goes, ah, oh, how warm. And I'm like, that's a person's soul. Like You, you knew that, dude. <laughs> you were just that's talking That's someone to you that were man. talking to yesterday. <laughs> like an hour ago you were talking <laughs> to that man. Oh, well, I guess it's just beautiful and And, not horrifying. (laughs) And then Dr. Ross looks up and she sees an eagle, the same eagle that she saw in Tucson, is now in Africa with her somehow. (laughs) And she's like, oh, I guess we're all going to be all right. Bye, that's the end of the movie. Credits. (laughs) And that's how the movie ends. (laughs) It's a stale fart. Yeah, it's it's not a great ending. Nope. Here's what I was thinking about this whole time I was watching this movie. Would this narrative be better if it was a video game? Uh, and had the, the lengthier pacing of a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I imagine we, we would actually get like a real reason behind James Woods being crazy. We would probably have way more interest in the captain. Yeah. Like, in general. <laughs> You could have established way more about Aki before she got infected by a super alien virus. Like, who she was as a person. (laughs) Yeah, she could have been a character. Yeah. Uh, We probably could have seen Sid invent the barrier and had a whole, like, scene where you're fighting off monsters to set up the barrier cities. But, (laughs) on the other hand, the narrative is still essentially about finding... A magic ghosts mm-hmm. to kill the bad ghosts. Yep. It's ghost Pokemon. 
it's still a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> you would start off in a hometown and be like, oh, everything's great. You find the first spirit and go, guess here goes my adventure. Then you get in- ghost infected. <laughs> and then a meteor, a haunted meteor hits the earth. And you go, oh no, all our lives are ruined. <laughs> so... This movie was a colossal financial failure. Oh, yeah. It, it almost completely sank Square as a company. Mm-hmm. It basically did, because they had to do the merger, or they would have died mm-hmm. out. But, uh... At the same time, that was kind of Square's move, was constantly almost bankrupting themselves. It's and then, how they started the company. <laughs> yeah, and then barely surviving. Uh, because... They they still have this problem. Like, you can definitely see it with, like, Kingdom Hearts 3, for example. They have no sense of restraint, mm-hmm. and they will overextend themselves. Final Fantasy XV is a great example of that. Just if you read about, like, the, the behind-the-scenes making of the game, where they were, like, doing highly detailed scans of rocks for weeks mm-hmm. just to make a cool-looking rock in the desert. And it's like, somebody needs, they need somebody at the offices to just be like, just make a video game, guys. <laughs> hey, you guys have to stop. But the pr- the problem then is, the one director who has to do that has to follow Tetsuya Nomura around and be like, alright, so here's what your team needs to do. Stop doing all this extra nonsense. Well, then we're getting into the bigger issue of, of uh, Japanese corporate culture where it's all just like oh this guy's been around the longest so he's in charge of everything so you know instead of being like hey Nomura we want you to focus on Kingdom Hearts and we're gonna give the Final Fantasy 7 remake to someone else they're like we want you to do our two biggest profile releases Mm -hmm. at the same time with two small teams yeah. And also, we need you to head the Final Fantasy fourteen stuff just a little bit. Yeah, and also do all our press for us. Yeah. It'll be fine. You, you've got this. Everyone else, take a nap. <laughs> Everyone else, just figure out how we can, uh, I don't know, keep canceling Deus Ex games. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your only goal. <laughs> Deus Ex is gone. Just keep bringing us excuses. <laughs> but, uh... This, uh, I, I feel like quality-wise, this isn't near the worst movie we've watched on this show. No, absolutely not. It's very watchable. It's slow and boring. <laughs> Better than some of the other stuff. Yeah, it's not sure. offensive. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... It's and not, the voice acting work is solid. Like, everyone's yeah, the trying their best. The performances are good. The Most of the visuals hold up pretty well. Except for the blur every five seconds. Yeah. That was I'm, a little upsetting. But for a 17-year-old fully CGI movie, mm-hmm. I think it, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you compared it to, like, modern Pixar stuff, it looks like fucking dog shit, but... I mean, my first thought was, like, I watch any of the Resident Evil animateds, and they do this, like, ten times better, yeah. like, in five seconds. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not fair. But if you compare <laughs> it to something like, uh, for example, The Polar Express, like, this this movie looks way better. Oh, and yeah. it's much older. 
Um, would you recommend seeking out and watching Final Fantasy The Spirits Within? Mm, maybe if you can find it online. Other than that, just play a Final Fantasy <laughs> game. Like, you'll yeah. effectively have the same feeling. Like, maybe if it ends up... I, I agree with you. If it ends up on a streaming service somewhere or something, maybe, and you have nothing else to do that afternoon... Maybe, I don't know, you got the flu or something and you just need to put something on while you ride it out. This could be fine. But there are so many better options. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, just play a Final Fantasy game. (laughs) (laughs) If you're sick anyway and you like video games, play a video game. Yeah. While watching a movie at the same time. (laughs) Like... Just play Final Fantasy VIII and just imagine that... (laughs) That everything is a ghost. (laughs) I was going to say, just imagine that, uh, I don't know, Zell is voiced by Alec Baldwin and just have a good time. That would be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Or one of the Baldwin. Any Baldwin you like. (laughs) Just pick a Baldwin. They're all in the game now. Zell's a flexible character. He could be a Baldwin. (laughs) Not the Baldwins. They're not flexible. Zell, though. (laughs) The most flexible Final Fantasy character of all time. He's versatile. <laughs> God dang it. So, uh, uh, our, our next, next month's secret theater, we are, well, <laughs> one of us is excited about. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're going to be, uh. We're going to be uh, stepping away from Square Enix and stepping over to another big publisher, Ubisoft. Oh, boy. And we're going to be talking about uh, another movie that torpedoed a franchise. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. We're going to be watching Prince of Persia. Starring... The Sands of Time. Uh. Jake Gyllenhaal's here. Jake Gyllenhaal as a Persian man. It's a bad move, but (laughs) you know, it's a movie. I saw Prince of Persia in theaters. That's mistake number one. Never see a movie in theaters. (laughs) It, uh... It's one of those movies where while you're watching it, you're like, I understand why all this is bad, but I'm kind of having a little bit of a good time here. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, although I'm not excited to revisit it. <laughs> I'll give you a fair enough, but also, what's wrong? <laughs> Honestly, the main reason? I'm just bitter that it's been so long since we've gotten a Prince of Persia game. that This is just going to be a harsh reminder of what we could, what they could bring back so easily. Honestly, I thought you were gonna go straight to why haven't they made a Warrior Within movie? <laughs> oh man, if they, you know what, just do the full like Resident Evil Two remake thing with the Sands of Time. Yeah, and it would be fucking awesome. It would be super amazing nowadays. Like great. <laughs> and Ubisoft's. Well, okay, their Assassin's Creed's have gotten better. Mm-hmm. Uh, other stuff. Mm. <laughs> the 
Tom Clancy stuff is always kind of eh, rough. You, yeah, but you can't trust Tom Clancy. Everybody knows that. <laughs> that wily dead bastard. <laughs> His ghost is here. Oh no! <laughs> His alien ghost. <laughs> but so that's <laughs> that's what we're doing next month, and. Uh, as always, we want to thank you for supporting the Patreon. Woo, you guys rock. And, uh, and wish you a happy holidays because it's December and there's a lot of holidays in December. Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. All of them. <laughs> yeah, we're a little late for Hanukkah, I think. I think that's I earlier know. in the month. Uh, uh, New Year's. Come, happy New Year's. And, um,. Man, I'm just... My brain is so frazzled by this... <laughs> this mind-numbing movie about ghosts We got haunted by a planet! That's as close to Dead Space 4 as we're gonna get. <laughs> uh, dang. Now I'm real sad. <laughs> Me too. We gotta go before we get haunted. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you guys next month. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bye!